When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Day strategy this year, 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, uh, uh, why are we asking people what their Black Friday because strategy Because it's is? Black Friday around the corner. Oh. And I was reading about Black Friday this year because, I don't know, I love Black Friday. Every year I'm sitting on a couch somewhere. It's usually uh, at my mom's house in Florida, bebopping around the internets, trying to find the deals and steals. And then that usually leaks into Saturday. And then depending on where we are in time and space, maybe all the way through the weekend into Monday, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like Cyber Monday or something, which, by the way, Cyber Monday is going to be on Saturday and Amazon this year. And then there's going to be this expanded Black Friday period at a bunch of other retailers. And so then I was reading this article. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. What? So there's like a Black Friday period now. Amazon is kicking I mean, it off their. Doesn't sound like anything I want. <laughs> Sorry, that was a woman thing. Thanks, ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon <laughs> is kicking off, as I said, it's Cyber Monday deals on Saturday, November 27th, which I'm like, but how what? is that Cyber Monday on Saturday? Oh, so we need a strategy, is oh, what I'm hearing. Yeah, 651 641 1071. Like, what are you gonna or gonna not do this year? I will say, don't expect the same level of savings that you're used to experiencing on Black Friday, and that's for a few reasons. Because Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money? Uh, Yes. No, actually, I don't think it has anything to do with Jeff Bezos. It has everything to do with our nation's woefully uh, Uh undervalued infrastructure, Uh such that we can't get all the crap from around the world that we want in two days or less. Yeah. So, the moral of the story is... (laughs) The moral of the story is... um, it, we might not be finding the best deals and steals, but that said, like, what are you guys doing? Are you actually going to go into a store on Friday? Like, I can't remember the last Black Friday that I went into a physical store. Uh, maybe on the weekend I did, but it's been a long time. And I think yeah. we've all sort of shifted the way. I mean, there was a time for the listener who may not remember where we on this station I think you and I in particular showed yeah. up one time like at like five in the morning or we something. We did it more than once. Yeah. I know we've like blocked it out. Oh, I'm sure. We used to be your your Black Friday companions yeah. and we broadcast, I think, honestly, like from like all night long. We did all night maybe once or twice, but that yeah. kind of went away because what, remember what started to happen was that retailers started opening up the day before. So then the Black Friday like you know, uh, bulls to the wolves uh, from like 7 a.m. on yeah. was less of a thing. So it's just got, we've gone through so many incarnations of like how to save big. That said, I still look forward to and have a list every year of here are the things that I want to buy this year. 
This year, honestly, less so. So I'm curious what other people are going to be doing. 651-641-1071. What is your Black Friday strategy this year? I You are going to laugh at me because I am super duper old fashioned. But my favorite thing about, well, okay, wait. One of my one of my favorite things to do on Thanksgiving is after the meal, yeah. Um, because I've made the meal, my in laws usually help clean up, and my mother in law every year brings me the Thanksgiving newspaper. Oh yeah, and so I you got chuck all the, deals the newspaper, and, and I sit with the circulars, and I just thumb through them. And nine times out of ten, I don't want anything in it. I just like to I like to shop with my eyeballs. Oh yeah, and I still yeah. get that same rush that you get if you get the well, deal by looking at it. That's I I mean I think to be fair, that's what a lot of us do now. It's just that we might be sitting with our laptops, our iPads, or on our phones, right? But very much the same behavior. It totally like, is. And that's why I want to know, like, am I going to like, because now they're like, well, we're going to start it on Saturday this year. or It's already been going on. There have literally been Black Friday deals. Since but like I'm October. telling you, if I hear Black Friday deal before like this week, I am not paying attention to your retailer. So you're wasting your time and effort. You're diluting the attention span. And um, that said, even though things are weird, supply chain issues aside, they're expecting that this will be the most like profitable Black Friday in a long time. I would just like to throw this, and before we get to the phones, we've got Debbie on the line, but I just want to throw this out there as something to think about when you're thinking about supply chain issues and the big, big ticket items, the things you're really excited about that might not get here very quickly, to remember to shop local at actual oh, yeah. local uh, retailers because they need it too. They need it too, and likely they got and that also, thing right there in stock for you. Well, but also be, you know, don't be surprised if they're like, "Oh, we can't do as much this year," because right. they too often are relying on things to get to right. them, um, which is why it's created such a cluster. I think for you know more people than not. But to your point, always think about local. That's why I always think this notion of like small bit is it small business saturday or yeah. what did we used to do small business saturday yeah like just you should always be in the habit of yeah. doing that like if you can't get it local okay mm-hmm. then move on but like if you can and it's reasonably priced why not do it yeah debbie's on the line hi debbie debbie what is your black friday strategy this year well first let me say normally i go uh, i get the sunday paper, the thursday paper go through every paper make an envelope for every store cut the coupons out for that store wow and on the outside of the envelope i write what i'm looking for and what the price is oh my god however, i love you i know this i like this however, organization this year i have been sick for about a week so i'm probably not going to go and that'll be my first year in 40 years that i've missed Oh, oh, well, Debbie. I'm sorry you're not feeling Fine well. Bummer. Thank you. Oh, what a, that you. is a big bummer, but I really admire your um, commitment like and organization. Me too. I do like you that know, system. I have um, always had somebody that wants to go with me because I hear my stories and so on. And I've probably gone through at least eight different people. They want to go, they can't keep up with me, and I'm an old lady. Oh, <laughs> I love Debbie, it. you're awesome. You should give lessons. Thank you for your Thanks, call, Debbie. and I hope you feel better and have a great Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I, first of all, I dream of being like Debbie. Yeah. Like that is my goal. Yeah. Would be to, I'm too lazy, but that is like a dream. Also, I just don't see you getting out of the house on a Friday. There's no way. When you just need to. Right. And when I just hosted a massive holiday for a lot of people, but no, I, yeah. And that's part of it too, is I just, am like, I don't really want to go anywhere, but 
I've always, my bigger problem is that I'm not organized by now, right? Like I don't even start thinking about Christmas until next week. Yeah. And so being organized enough to have, to know what I want to buy, because to me, if I'm buying anything at this time of year, it's for gifts. We have a hard and fast rule at our house. Like you can't buy anything for yourself this month because you got to leave yourself open for all the things that you're going to be gifted at the end of the month. So I just am not organized. Oh, you're saying like, don't buy yourself anything because you might be getting it as a gift. Right. Like, don't do that. And that's like, that's the kid. Like my kids, they, they want because they like stuff and they've got money and the money like burns a hole in their pocket. And they're like, I really want this video game. And I'm like, I wouldn't buy it if I were you. Yeah. Because we're going to have a gift-giving season. Jamie is always, I'll be like, oh, I need to get this. And he'll be like, that would make a great Christmas list uh, item. Because in our family, we do like a Christmas list. Mm -hmm. And family members usually just tick down the list, which it took me years to get comfortable with that behavior. But now now it's actually a routine. I'm just like, here's what I need. And then whatever doesn't get marked off the list, I just go get myself. Boy, we can have that conversation at some point. Yeah, The difference in gift-giving. Yeah. Like... Whether you give, I always felt like that felt weird to yes, me to be like, here's, I, I could not. Here's my shopping list. Please fulfill all of these needs. Like Jamie's mm-hmm. mom would be like, I need your list. And I, it felt like pressure yes. to like come up with things. And I'm like, I always thought gifts were like things that you thought were awesome for the person. Yeah. Which admittedly is a very hard thing to do. But I will tell you just from like a convenience standpoint. I'm just like, now I'm in the habit of throughout the year, if something comes up like, oh, I should get that. I'm like, that would make a great Christmas Put it on the gift. list. Oh. Isn't that interesting? I mean, you know, every, different strokes, different folks. It's true. Mm-hmm. But when, you, when you're of one stroke and you got to mix up with yeah. the other folks, it's like, whoa. It's true. Your yeah. little whiplash. You're stroking. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the epic, epic feud between Caitlyn Jenner and Ellen DeGeneres. Is it though? We'll find out after this on My Talk 107.1. If that's not enough Jonas Brothers for you, you can watch their roast on Netflix or you can do the right thing and just skip it all together. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, we talked about that earlier in the show. In fact, in the first segment, so you can catch that on the podcast later, get our impressions of the roast. Uh, but at this moment, I would like to get your impressions, Bradley Trainer, on this epic feud between Caitlyn Jenner and Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, it's such an epic feud. Caitlyn Jenner, you guys, is a mess. I mean, don't even get me started. This story promises to deliver a feud between Caitlyn and Ellen. So I'm here for this, right? right? Because right, Ellen in headlines for being you know, uh, caustic in the workplace. So like everybody's primed for a few, well, not everybody's primed, but like I am sitting over here in the corner, like, Ooh, feudy feud. Yeah. Tell me all about it. Uh, it doesn't, we're very feud forward. This, we are feud forward. This story does not deliver on a feud between Caitlin and Ellen. I'll just give you the, the, the truth about it. There clearly was no feud between these two. What you have here is a case of two Hollywood celebrities doing Hollywood celebrity things, which mm-hmm. we can talk about in a minute. It's just that Caitlyn is using this story for um, attention on Aussie Big Brother, which is the Australian version of Big Brother. Oh, okay, I, so I it's not Aussie how, um, Osborne's Big Brother. I think, don't they say Aussie? Like Aussie, yeah. Aussie. Aussie. You and Aussie. I would be like Aussie Scrunch Spray or whatever right. that stuff is. We called was. it Aussie. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, the moral of the story is this is for Australian Big Brother, which I didn't realize Caitlin is on right now. And she is, uh, you know, flapping her gums about... Is this. this her second time on a Celebrity Big Brother? I'm sorry. Yes, because I think she was on UK Thank Big Brother. Thank you. I thought Brother, I was going crazy. Right? Okay, we're good. So uh, I want to play a little bit of the clip, and then we'll back it up and explain the context. What you're going to hear is Caitlyn Jenner chatting with, I'm assuming, two housemates about, do you remember Caitlyn going on Ellen and Ellen asking her questions about gay marriage and her support of gay marriage? This is sounding vaguely familiar, but I don't, but I can't get to the drawer. So she asked Caitlin about her political positions. I don't want to like have that discussion because like it's very, she said, she said, but let's just listen to what then after telling the story of, of she felt like she was um, surprised by these questions when Mm. she went on Ellen, like she just showed up to do some fundraising and then Ellen dropped these questions on her and then went on Howard Stern. You might remember afterward Mm -hmm. and talked about, like, clearly, Ellen was like, I think that maybe she's got some problems. That is, Caitlin has some problems with gay marriage or did or whatever. It was very controversial for Caitlin at the time. Mm-hmm. But she talked about it on Howard. What do you expect a celebrity to do on Howard? Right. Anyway, within the context of that, Caitlin in this clip is then talking about how she was going to get back at Ellen. And that's well, what you're going to hear. Okay. She also kept having my family on because my family gives her good ratings. Yeah, yeah. You know, when Kim goes on or Kylie, Kylie and Chris went on once and gave like a half a million dollars away to some charitable organizations, you know, Kylie did through her company. And they used to do that a lot on Ellen's show. I thought, maybe I should call Chris and say, Chris, why don't you just ban any of the kids being on Ellen? Mm. But I didn't. I thought, I don't want to get involved in that. Let them do their thing. You know? Okay, so that's the... Epic feud. Epic. Between so Ellen epic. and Caitlin. She thought to herself, I thought I'd just call it Chris Jenner and say, don't do that. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Epic. Wow, that was an epic Boy. feud. No, I was waiting for Girl, some real if you, stuff. If you're going to promise me an epic feud between you and Ellen, I want to see something thrown. Yes. I want to hear somebody called a B.I. to the T.C.H. Or like, I need something that's a little Real Housewives level. Yeah. Not a phone call. Not just like, or a thought. <laughs> yeah, a potential phone head. call. But I didn't do she it. She was like, <laughs> I had a thought about doing something. You know what I was going to do? And then I did it. I was going to call. Ooh, I was going to make so, a phone call. You're such a diva. You didn't even do the thing you thought you might do, but didn't. Can I tell you what I was more into? I don't want to take us like off no, on a tangent, free. but... The thing I was more interested in that I would have liked to have heard more about is the 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 thoughts that Caitlyn was having about why the Kardashians are always on Ellen, right? Like, we always talk about that. Oh, the Kardashians on the couch again. Ooh. Yeah, so I would imagine it has a lot to do with publicity and publicizing right. their stuff. And it's a quid, not quid pro quo. It's a... It's a mutually beneficial arrangement. Right. Ellen gets a Kardashian. Kardashian gets an Ellen. Right. What was interesting, if you watch the whole clip, because what I left out was the part where she sets the clip up talking about what led to Ellen asking these uncomfortable questions. Ah. She's like, I wanted to take a bunch of trans girls. I'm paraphrasing what she said. Trans girls around the country in like an RV. She did that for her show. Okay. Yeah, that actually happened. I didn't watch the show, but in the setup for 
talking about this show. I don't know if it's that show, though, because the way she talks about it, it sounded like it was something that never happened. Okay, well, I yes. But, but I don't know because yeah. I didn't watch. But the point was, she said I was like, there was a girl that she met who was very much an Ellen fan. Mm-hmm. And... Well, no, it must have happened because she was on, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she met this girl who was a huge Ellen fan. And so she was like, well, I know Ellen. I'm going to call up Ellen and be like, hey, I want to get this girl some money for, I think she was going to nursing school or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so Ellen said, sure, we'll do it and we'll help you raise money only if you come on. I was like, well, again, this is where my, you know, central thesis at the beginning of the segment was. This is not an epic feud. This is two celebrities scratching each other's backs to get what they want, which is Ellen wants Caitlyn Jenner on because at the time, Caitlyn Jenner obviously is a good interview get, right? Because Mm -hmm. she's got that celebrity and her journey has been so publicized. So it's no no brainer that Ellen would want to have Caitlyn Jenner on, right? Right. And it's no, obviously, if you're doing a TV show as Caitlyn was. Mm Mm-hmm. That you would want to get on Ellen. Obviously. Because you're going to get eyeballs on, on your, your TV show. show. Right. But she frames it as like, I want. I just wanted to do something nice for this person. And then I got hoodwinked. And then Ellen hoodwinked me. It was like, no. Like, yeah. did you not think Ellen was going to do anything other than just be like, whatever you need, whatever you want. Nice try, oh, Caitlin. celebrities. We've got your number. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got the number of dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them right here on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi, how's it going? You know. Good. Stuff. Hey, you want to talk about some dumb people doing yeah, dumb things? I mean, why not? Uh, let's call them uh, crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... And sometimes other places. Like? A Walmart in Louisiana. A Walmart... In Louisiana. Yeah, we're going to meet... Do they have any raccoons? No raccoons in that Walmart. Thank you very much. Not that fancy. It's not a fancy Walmart. It doesn't have raccoons. Listen to the podcast. Yes. You'll understand why that raccoon reference was funny. Uh, It does have a 28-year-old Alex Pierce who was hanging in the electric... Oh, I should not have used that word. Hanging out in the electronics department at the Walmart. He was checking out a laptop. Uh, maybe, I don't know if he was, if he's got his eye on it, maybe he's going to put it on his Christmas list. Maybe he was thinking to buy it. Oh, sure. That happens this time of year. Uh, but one of the Walmart workers, the employees walked by and, um, was like, Hey, I think I know that guy. He got caught shoplifting a while ago. He's been banned for the store from the store. Wait, hold on a second. What is he doing? He was quote hunched over a laptop with his hand in his pants oh no is it one of these mm-hmm. absolutely at the walmart at the walmart in the electronics section on a 
display laptop. How do you do that? I don't so it was listen. Like I don't have one of those. Apparently, <laughs> dude, you could have just gone to Benihana where dinner is the show. But please don't do that. At but Benihana, don't do that at Benihana. You don't want to get that near that no. skillet Oof. thing or that you know the tabletop teppanyaki yeah. thing. Yeah, mm, that'll no. burn. Mm-mm. Just ask Tori Spelling, right, Benihana. <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, Alex, when he was so he didn't steal done, anything. No, except so for somebody's innocence. So you you couldn't say he had sticky fingers. Okay, that's good. That was good. <laughs> I stole that from the story. Okay, man with sticky fingers nabbed, but not for theft. Cute. That's so gross. That's <laughs> nasty. Anyway, so a cop caught up with Alex in the parking lot after apparently he had completed his mission. Oh. Uh, and Alex was Demission. like, yeah, exactly. Alex was like, oh, I was just watching music videos. And then they were like, you weren't watching music videos. He was like, I was looking at pictures and they were like, right. Okay. Looking at pictures. Those were sexy pictures. And also, I don't care what pictures, like if you get turned on by nachos, please don't put your hands in your pants yeah. at a Walmart. Thank you. <laughs> um, I can't go on. There's Why? more stuff. There's just oh, no, there's else? just gross. It's just gross. Okay, it's just gross. There was security footage. He did deny that he'd been pleasuring himself. Oh, ew! But there was evidence, and he suggested that perhaps if they took a swab of his hands, no, oh, if they found evidence of something, it would be from a different instance. Oh, you mean like at an age? Like, yeah, the, okay, like maybe before he went. I know. I, I am, told you it was gross. I am no longer comfortable with this conversation. I told you it was gross. What does he think is I, the not, world? Listen, the problem. Yeah, that's not online. But so, uh, somebody get this guy his own computer. Yeah, and a door. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and a conscience. Oh, okay, where are we going next? Nasty. I just feel bad because you know retail sucks in general. And you don't want to be the person who already is overworked. Yeah. And probably and people are being and people are being not nice. And you're like, oh, you hear the faint tinkle of jingle bells and you think, oh, maybe this season I'll be a little Oh my God! Yeah. Put yeah. that away. Right. <laughs> Jingle bulls. What did you jingle bulls? It's all fun and games until the guys. <laughs> nope. Polishing silverware no, at the Walmart. In the laptop aisle. Oh man. Ugh. All right. Uh, let's move along, shall we? I wish we could. I want to take you to Tennessee. Tennessee. And I want to tell you about a man who got really animated about a pizza. Listen, I've we been there. I've been I'm about to get there tonight. Thank well, you, Carbonis. <laughs> uh, specifically, in this case, Knoxville, Tennessee, and a little Caesars. That's where we're going for the particular story I'm about to tell okay. you. It involves uh, 9 p.m. Friday at a Knoxville Little Caesars. Charles Doty Jr. became angry. Now, what is there to be angry about at the Little Caesars? Yeah, you can imagine there are very there's very little to be. Where there's angry pizza, about. there's happiness. Right? I believe we Buddha to, said that. Yes, exactly. Didn't we get pizza there for like five bucks once yes. or six bucks or something? And it was that bacon wrap pizza. And it, was it was a so big, good. It was a big. So pizza. like, I don't understand why you're so angry, Mister Cody Doty Jr. Charles Doty Jr. 
Um, why would <laughs> a person name was Cody Doty? Cody Doty Jr. <laughs> why is he angry? Why is he angry? Uh, well, was think it, about why you well, would be angry. Well, I'm at a sure pizza it place. had something to do with how the pizza was prepared. Yes, okay. you're correct. Was it that it wasn't hot enough? No, because he was waiting too long. Oh, dude. So another person in the store who'd already gotten their order handed Dodie her pepperoni pizza. Oh, that is enabling, but Only also kind. After he pulled out his AK-47. <gasps> Stop it. He walked up to the thing and said, where's my damn pizza? To which the little Caesar said, oh, it'll just be about 10 minutes. He pulled out his AK-47 and demanded not only did he want his pizza, he also wanted free breadsticks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, like I laugh because it's just so absurd that you would, A, pull out an AK-47 at the Little Caesars because you have been asked to wait 10 minutes. I don't know if you've been alive on planet Earth for the last two years, but 10 minutes for a pizza seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah, He was not having it. Pulls out his AK-47, demands free breadsticks, doesn't get any, but the nice lady who is probably now fearing for her life. And has probably soiled uh, her drawers. (laughs) Which is why I would not take the pizza from her. (laughs) But anyway, he takes her pizza and flees on foot. Surveillance video showed him threatening an employee who was attempting to leave after his shift. He was preventing the employee from leaving. Um, So basically, he's got charged with four counts of aggravated assault, one count of especially aggravated kidnapping whatever that means but i think trying to keep the person from leaving is oh kidnapping. My gosh. So, anyway so now he had to post ninety thousand dollars bond or stay in jail because he couldn't wait 10 minutes for a pizza was it worth it you kind of feel like it worth it? maybe there was some something else going on yeah like this isn't just about a no pizza, i want right? to know more of i want because to know the rest of the story if it is just about a pizza we're all screwed going anywhere period like no seriously <laughs> that's Little the Caesars, end of the story. No. yeah i feel like every time i go outside people are like did you hear it? i'm <sighs> gonna stay home Jeez, i'm like watching the footage of the uh story on the the news story that they did about this on kxam uh and i love the way they do this with the graphics with like the bullet points it's like reportedly angry over 10 minute wait bullet point one returned with rifle <laughs> bullet point two victim handed pizza like, it's very like and then oh uh, yeah yeah and this guy is just sitting there looking like huh all right yep there's a journey we're gonna go on in okay, this next like story that. we're going to kansas city uh missouri and we're gonna meet A couple in their mid-twenties, they were driving through Kansas City, Missouri on Saturday when something bizarre happened. Aliens? No. They hit a a, cow. They hit a bowling ball. What? That's random. It's super random, except for when you think about the dangerous thing that happened in order to get that bowling ball on the road. Somebody had thrown it in the street in their path. Oh, okay. And then they ran over and it got lodged under their car. The wife was driving the car. So the husband got out and he tried to dislodge the uh, bowling ball that is now like under their car. Right? So that's all weird. But then while that was happening, some guy ran up and tried to steal the guy's wife's purse from the car. Okay, so this was a thing. 
Well, they don't know. So I'm going to, because when we get to the end, okay. right? Because right. like, I thought the same. I'm like, this all makes sense, like, right? Throw like, out the bowling ball, yeah. car stops. Get the purse get the and car. run. Like, yeah. it's almost like dumb smart. Anyway, he tries to steal the wife's purse. But unfortunately, when she, like when he got into the car, it startled her. And so she hit the gas. Oh, God. She ran over her husband. Oh, my God. No. He's okay. Uh, She heard him yell out in pain. She threw it in reverse and rolled back over him. He uh, does have serious injuries, but he should recover. The purse snatcher ran off without the purse. Well, I'm sure at that point he was like, this woman is going to kill me. Later that day, though, the guy, a, a guy turned himself into the police station and admitted that he was the one who threw the bowling ball into the street. However, they've not yet determined whether or not he was also the person who tried to get the purse out of the car. Isn't that terrible? That is weird and bizarre and very random. And if like most things I hear about uh, in the world today, if you are just driving along and a bowling ball tries to stop you, just keep going. Do not. But it got lodged underneath. Like, they couldn't Just keep go. going. Just figure it out. Just keep going. <laughs> like, Mad Max, Thunderdome. Go. Just go. Go. Because I... Nothing good's about to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally understand why you would, because it's just natural. Like, right? Oh, what, what, what? Did we just what hit was something? That? And I'd be paranoid out? that I'd, like, run somebody over or something. Right. And then... Her clunk, her clunk. And then you run over your spouse. Spouse. Oh. So sad. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. What? After this on My Talk 1071.